Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Each week when you join me, Podcast One, you're going to chase down our goals, overcome adversity, and set you up for a better tomorrow. Come on this journey with me. And welcome back to Creating Confidence. I'm so excited you're back here with me at it again this week. Before we get started, I need to talk to you about investing in yourself and creating knowledge for yourself. It's so important. In order to stay open and prepared for new possibilities, we need to keep learning and developing. And we've got all of those opportunities at our fingertips. That's what the Great Courses Plus is all about. I love this streaming service. It's founded on the idea that education should be accessible to everyone, not just to the people that go to Harvard, right? I mean, they have professors from the best universities in the world, of course, Harvard, Yale, Stanford, all of the greatest schools. There are people from National Geographic, the Smithsonian. It's college-level learning, but without a student loan, without the pressure of homework, and the Great Courses Plus app makes it possible to watch or listen to any lecture anytime you choose. I recommend checking out their course, Influence, Mastering Life's Most Powerful Skill. I mean... What could be more important than being influential? Who knew you could actually learn it? Well, you can. It's on The Great Courses Plus. You can up your game in any way that you want to. Right now, they're giving my people, my listeners, a special limited time offer. A free month of unlimited access to the entire library. But to get this offer, you need to sign up now through my special URL to start your free month today. Go to greatcoursesplus.com slash confidence. That's thegreatcoursesplus.com slash confidence. You're going to love it. So I'm so excited to hear what you think. So this week I wanted to do something a little different. Um, I always want to mix things up and I'm interested to hear what you think about this. But I thought it would be kind of cool if I read one of my chapters from my book Confidence Creator to you. It's the chapter I chose is really important to me because it's about claiming your superpower. And this is something Gary Vee talked about when he was on the show is that he never talks about what he doesn't know. He spends his time where he feels most confident. I call that spending time in your superpower, right? If you are a creative person and you love painting and art, then you're going to be suffering if you're sitting at a desk working accounting. Or I met this makeup artist that actually was working as a teller at a bank and he was miserable. He was not confident. He was not happy. And ultimately, he took an opportunity and a chance to be an assistant, not get paid a lot, take a major pay cut, but to find his superpower, which is makeup and that creative outlet. So it's so critical to our core confidence to finding out what is our superpower? Where should we be spending our time? And how can we make that happen? Because the sooner that we do that, the better off we are going to be. I promise you that. So let's dig in right now to my book. Oh my gosh, Confidence Creator. And by the way, I narrate it on Audible. So, you know, we can hang together while you listen to my book. Y'all. All right. So here we go. It's chapter four, Claim Your Superpower. A few years ago, I took a trip to the DR for a yoga retreat. Stop for a minute now with all the news on the DR. It's kind of 
Crazy, I forgot about this. Okay, back to the book. That was a great experience because I was able to meet a lot of very different people. But the person who made the biggest impression on me was a woman named Sharon. We had landed at the airport together and somehow wound up in the same van to the hotel, so we began chatting. I noticed that she was insecure and a bit lost, but she was also so kind and sweet, I fell in love with her right away. When she told me that she hated her marketing job and didn't know what she wanted to do with her life other than to get married and have kids, it began to make sense. I understood exactly where she was coming from. Over the course of the trip, it became clear that yoga was what Sharon enjoyed, and she was great at it. When we returned home, we stayed in touch on Facebook and through friends. Only a few months later, I saw where she resigned from her job and completed a teacher training course in yoga. She even started teaching a class in Miami Beach, where I live. I hadn't seen her since the trip, so I decided to take one of her classes and support her. When I walked in the door, I almost did not recognize this girl. She commanded the room, but moved in a sweet and delicate way that was inviting and allowed everyone to feel comfortable. She didn't seem awkward anymore, and she didn't seem nervous either. She seemed at home. It was so clear that she had found her calling. Over the past few years, she has traveled the world teaching yoga. Sharon had the courage to follow her heart, and it not only built her confidence, it changed her life. Sharon had found what I call her superpower, and she'd inspired me to find mine. I was stuck in a rut. I told my friend Todd how it felt like I was floating through life without realizing my potential. I had no idea how to get myself where I needed to be. Do something you've never done before, he told me. I laughed at first because it sounded so generic. But he was serious. Get out of your comfort zone. See what you can learn from an experience. Okay, why not? Todd suggested I take a stand-up comedy class. What the heck? At first, it was the craziest idea I'd ever heard. I did not want to be a stand-up comic. I didn't have any free time, and I definitely didn't think I was funny enough. But the one thing that struck me was how much I didn't want to do it, so I knew it would be a good confidence builder, trying something new that I was nervous about. I was willing to give it a try, but there was no way that I was going to do it alone, so I convinced my friend Sherry to sign up with me. Wingman! We worked together and had high-pressure management jobs in radio. We also both had kids the same age, so our time was very limited. I convinced her to tag along by saying that if I can find the time to invest in me, she can do the same. It worked, and she was all in. There was no way to sugarcoat it. The class was painful. The people, different. Maybe even a little strange. They were definitely not the type of people who I was used to surrounding myself with. They were mostly introverts who wanted to come out of their shell. But it made me appreciate my own individuality and how different I was from them. We did strange breathing exercises. We had to grunt. Some nights we would crawl around on the ground and act like animals. And no, I'm not kidding. That was about as far outside my comfort zone as I could get. A few weeks into class, we all had to take turns standing up on stage alone and speaking for a full five minutes. I saw it was very stressful for some, but it gave us a chance to support and encourage one another, which was really great. When it was my turn, I didn't feel stressed or worried at all. I easily used all of my time and talked about some crazy thing that happened to me after a speaking event. It felt really easy. I realized that I had the ability to speak and tell stories. I guess I already knew that I could do it, but that class allowed me to see that I was able to do it in a way that came more naturally to me than it did for others. 
That was one of my superpowers, and I had been downplaying it for years by telling myself that I wasn't as good as everyone else when it came to storytelling. If anything, I spent time actually avoiding my superpower because I thought it might be frivolous or irresponsible to indulge in something that I actually enjoyed when I should be chasing a paycheck. It took decades for me to realize how wrong I was. The funny thing is that I never would have known that had I not taken that comedy class. So how do you find your superpower? Like with most everything, there is not just one single way. Everyone's unique, but the answer is already inside you. You just have to fish it out. One technique that could help is journaling. I've mentioned it before, and I will keep mentioning it because journaling has proven to be an invaluable tool in my life. Journaling can help you chart your progress, see how much you've grown, but it can also help you identify your superpower. When looking back over what you've written, try reading in between the lines. Look for patterns. Those patterns will reveal when you're your happiest, your best. Those are the keys that can help point you in the direction of your superpower. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Ask friends and family because they are the people who know you best. A few years ago, I was honored to be the recipient of the Glass Ceiling Award. It was given to Florida businesswomen who highlight and mentor and advance others. I was told that I needed to speak on my unique value proposition. At the time, I wasn't really sure what to say, so I reached out to people in my personal and professional life and asked them what they thought. The responses I received were fascinating. I was able to see myself through the eyes of others so clearly, and I loved that feeling. Learning what others found unique about me was priceless and also incredibly uplifting. We all know that person who absolutely shines when they are at work, the person who loves getting up every morning. Why can't that be us? Why can't we put ourselves in a situation where we are using our superpowers and enjoy ourselves every day? The majority of our time is spent at work, so why suffer through that? Take the time to find your superpower. It's different for everyone, and no one superpower is better than the other. Invest in yourself. Once you find a way to hone your superpower, it will make you more confident, productive, and give you that invaluable feeling of self-worth and success. Discover where you should really be and chase after it as if your life depended on it. Because, in a way, it really does. Okay, that was chapter four of my book. I hope you liked it. That's Confidence Creator coming at you. Uh, I wonder if it actually sounds the same in the Audible version now. But enough of that. I need to get you up to speed on a major opportunity for you. Would you like to get paid to shop? Uh, yes, please. Want to take your shopping to the next level? Uh, yeah, double yes again. Let me tell you about Drop. It's the free app that gives out cash rewards for shopping that you do every day. You don't need to do anything new or different. All you have to do is link your debit and credit cards to the app when you sign up. Select the stores that you shop at the most, and you'll earn points every time you spend there. Before you know it, you can redeem points for gift cards to Amazon, Sephora, Lululemon, and so many others. Drop is incredibly easy to use and designed for people who want their money to go as far as possible. The more you spend, the more Drop gets to know you. Shop at brands you love and discover ones you're about to love. It's totally personalized. It's a shopping experience designed to get you rewarded as fast as possible. Unlike most reward pro programs, you're able to earn and redeem across a ton of next-level brands whenever you want. You'll actually accumulate points very quickly because the brands you're earning points from are the ones you literally spend with 
every single day. For me, that's Uber, that's Starbucks, and now realizing I could have been rolling in free gift cards just for spending money I was spending anyways, it's a little frustrating. For a limited time, if you head to the App Store right now or Google Play and sign up for Drop using the code CONFIDENCE, you'll receive a $5 gift card right away to get you started. Make sure to link a debit or credit card to the app when you sign up to redeem your reward. Let's get going and get the app now. Hang tight with me. Well, hello. I am so excited today to introduce everyone to Chantel Anderson. Chantel is a Vanderbilt alum. Chantel is a former WNBA player, award-winning sales representative, turned highly respected confidence coach while at Vanderbilt. She became the school's all-time scoring leader, man or woman, and holds the title of Vanderbilt's first two-time Kodak All-American. That is massive. After four successful years in corporate America, Chantel started V. DC Consulting International. It is a coaching and consulting firm focusing on performance strategies for high achievers. She has worked with companies, get ready for this, such as Google, United Health Group, Estellas Pharmaceuticals, and Bank of West, giving their employees the tools to build confidence as they walk in their full potential and impact their organizations. Her website is confidentlyhis.com. Chantel, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. I am too. You know, you're reading your bio and learning about you, I feel we have such similar paths. However, I just don't have the professional sports background. I mean, what's up with that? I need a little (laughs) WNBA in my life. I mean, you are a rock star all in yourself, so uh, not needed. But yes, I do say that the WNBA and basketball in general really prepared me in every way for what I'm doing now. So I'm I'm sure. I mean, that getting on any massive platform in the world, whether it be through sports or speaking or anything, really gets you to that next level. So to that point, I always love to ask my guests, what was your biggest confidence building opportunity and or your confidence low moment? Oh my gosh, that, that. So I did not grow up confident. I was very insecure as a kid. Um, your audience you know can't what? see I me. Can't, yeah, I can't believe that. I, I, meh, I People can't always that. say that, but you know what? Like your audience can't see me, but I'm six foot six. I'm athletically built. I had glasses that took up my whole face. I was on the math team, which took me out of the cool club immediately, right? right? Um, I did not have a lot going for me. I was not somebody that was thought of to be pretty at all growing up. And so it's kind of a late bloomer. I got bullied and made fun of a ton. And so I was very insecure, did not have the best home life either. Um, But I would say the moment that changed my life was after I had felt like I built confidence in my basketball career, I retired from the WNBA and my confidence crashed. And I had zero confidence. Like so many athletes, I didn't know what else I had to offer the world other than my basketball and athletic talents. And... I realized that at that moment, I had built confidence in what I did instead of who I was as a person. That's so interesting. For me, my parallel moment to that is I built confidence through my paycheck and my title in corporate America. And when I was fired and that went missing, suddenly you have to say, how can I rebuild it from an authentic level that can't be taken away anymore. Exactly. And that's what I had to do. I was like, okay, if I build confidence in what I do, um, you know, either our careers, our paychecks, our image, whatever, 
if I build confidence in that, it can be taken away. But if I build confidence in me and things that are bigger than me, then it can't be taken away. And I can take that confidence then to anything else I do and apply it. That's the most powerful thing in my belief anyone can do for themselves. However, it's elusive to so many because you and I both grew grew up having not the most ideal you know, situations mm-hmm. as kids and, and not feeling good about ourselves mm-hmm. for various reasons. And when you're in that place, you don't know how to build confidence. In fact, I, a few years ago, I just Googled, how do you build confidence? Yeah. There's not a lot of direction that's readily available out there. So how did you discover how to make that authentic confidence for yourself? That's so funny. I Googled it too. And they tell you things like do a power pose and wear Charity perfume. Work. And you're like, and yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you. Nothing really meaningful. Right. Uh, For me, after I retired from the WNBA, I took a year off and I said, okay, I have to figure this out. And I asked myself the hard questions and I did the inside work. And I don't think a lot of people don't know how and some people are not willing to actually go in their head and heart and mind because it's messy in there and search around and ask the hard questions. And so I did that and I listened to the answers that I got. And then I took action to resolve them, to fix whatever I needed to fix and to take action to fix it. What are some of those hard questions that you had to ask yourself? Yeah. So one of the things I talk about, so there's seven questions. I broke it down into seven parts of confidence. And the first one is your relationship with fear. So I talk about how do you see fear and what do you do with it? And one of the things I realized was in the moments that I was so confident was when I was chasing fear, when I was going after fear. But when I was not living confidently were those times that I was really running away from fear and not looking it in the face. And I, I hear so many people talk about, be fearless. I'm fearless. It's like, no, no one's fearless. No, no that's BS. I <laughs> right. completely agree with you. Right. Anyone who says they're fearless is lying. They're full of it. And they're actually Period. really insecure because they're trying to hide the truth that they are paralyzed by fear. <laughs> exactly. We all feel fear. For sure. And so what I had to learn and what I teach my clients and help them do is to really use fear as a compass, knowing that fear hangs out with anything worth doing. You're not going to go to the next level or do anything great without fear. And so it's about using it as a compass instead of something to run away from. Quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have, the more money you keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. I want you to know that finding ways to be more efficient, cut costs, and get rid of errors and mistakes can completely transform your business, boost your performance, 
at the same time. This is why you need NetSuite now. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash Monahan. netsuite.com slash Monahan. netsuite.com slash Monahan. When starting out a new business, it's a complete pain to get through the LLC part. Taylor Brands makes it 90% easier. It's easy and affordable to get your LLC with Taylor Brands. Taylor Brands offers all the legal requirements for LLCs, such as registered agent, annual compliance, EIN, operating agreement, business license and permits, and much more. Taylor Brands walks you through each step of building a successful business and has everything you need all in one place. Bookkeeping, invoicing, business licenses and permits, business documents, bank accounts, and so much more. And our listeners will receive 35% off Taylor Brands LLC formation plans using this link, taylorbrands.com slash confidence. That's T-A-I-L-O-R-B-R-A-N-D-S dot com slash confidence. So get started today with Taylor Brands. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And hearing you talk, this reminds me of something so funny. Our talent director came to me about you as a guest on my show. And she said, is this too close to home, Heather? Is she too much of a competitor for you? And I said, I'm, I'm so happy you asked me that question. Mm-hmm. I don't believe, I truly mean this today from a very real standpoint. I don't believe there's competition for me or competition oh, no. for you. You know, I believe that we are all our own unique person and we come from things. Yes, you and I mm-hmm. might talk about things similarly. I talk a lot about fear as a green light. You talk at fear as a compass. Mm-hmm. And I love to hear that from you. But we're coming at things from our own past experience, yep. our own vision for our future and our own goals that they're not the same. And it's so important for people to know that, that women can work together. Anyone yeah. can work together, even focus on, yes, you and I both want to help people achieve confidence, but we can do it collaboratively instead of competitively. And, and I really like that about you because I see yeah. that in you. I, I so much agree. And here's the thing. Somebody could write the same exact script for us and put it in front of both of us and we could sit in front of a camera or sit in front of a microphone and say the exact same thing. And there's going to be someone out there that's going to look at you and be like, oh my gosh, I love her. And then going to look at me saying the exact same thing and be like, no, she's not for me. And vice versa. Absolutely. You are made to relate and appeal to a certain audience. And I am made to relate and appeal to a different audience and they might overlap. But at the end of the day, we're going to reach who we want to reach. It's not about competition. And I I think that the more we really embrace that, the higher we're all going to go. And the more people, more importantly, the more people we can impact. It's so important in in society. And you and I are both competitive people. I know that from your background. Mm -hmm. I just know that from my psychotic self. So here's the thing. (laughs) You know, there's been different times in my life where I am intimidated by people that I felt like this is competition for me or she could take my boyfriend or my job or I've thought a million of those different things. Mm -hmm. It's a seismic shift to go from seeing others as a competitor, seeing others as potential for us or what we can be or to yeah. applaud and, and clap them on. So how do you make that that um, difference in your life and in your vision? Well, I honestly have a confession to make. When I walked me. up, um, I saw you walking down the hallway and I was like, oh my gosh, is that Heather? She is stunning. And <laughs> I went to the bathroom and I was like, okay, Chantel, you're beautiful too. It's okay. And it's I so funny because... 
I talk a lot about being your own, being beautiful in your lane. Yes. Right. And being confident in who you are in your lane. We look totally different. Sure. Right. And so I don't have to be your type of beautiful to be beautiful. Right. And that's what we have to remind ourselves is uh, somebody can be great at what they do, but they're not you. You have the responsibility to be great at being you. And then when you are confident in the fact that you are you, you will not be threatened by somebody else who is great at being them. Exactly. That is the most important thing is to own your lane, work in your lane and realize that that's okay. And that's enough. It's, it, it is. And what you did, you know, going into the bathroom to remind yourself, oh, hey, don't forget who yeah. you are. You know, you've got this and you rock. I am such a believer in that. And we, I write notes on the bottom of my shoes. Like I can, I am, I love me. You know, I do this, but we all need to pick ourselves up mm-hmm. once in a while. And then like, you know, when you came in here and met me, you said to me, you know, you're so pretty. And I said, oh my God, do you know how much work this is? The reality yeah. is we look at everything for face value, all of us, myself yeah. included, yeah. right? And I'm like, oh, this girl has it all together and she's younger than yeah. me and she's ahead of work. We can all get into that mindset so easily. Yeah. However, we can put eh, pump the brakes and stop it real quick too and say, let's keep it real. Come on. Like, yeah. you know, I didn't wake up like this. <laughs> Let's put None it of us did. No, Let's we it. didn't. But I think it's important <laughs> yes. for our listeners to know that because when they see pics of us on Instagram, you know, mm-hmm. this is after I get hair and makeup and I want people to know I didn't roll out of bed like this. Occasionally, I'll post a picture of me rolling out of bed. <laughs> Not that often. I'll do it. But, you know, we just live in this world where... It's not real all the time. And then we compare ourselves to these unreal ideations of where we want to be or we think we should be. And it's not fair to us. Yeah, it's totally not. And I I think Instagram has been great because it has uh, given a platform to all different types of beauty. Whereas before we were prisoner to what the networks wanted to show us or what, you know, media. But but now we can have all different kinds of beauty. But the other thing Instagram has done is paint that picture of perfection. And for us, we have to know that they didn't wake up like this. And then we have to switch it and be like, you know what? I'm not going to do that to that other woman where I'm not sitting out there putting out this picture of perfection. I'm going to keep it real so that it makes it easier for her in in her own confidence journey. I know, but Chantel, that's hard sometimes. It It is hard. It is very hard because uh, <laughs> the other day I uh, cut my hair and I, I mean, I'm black woman. I wear wigs. I change my hair often, right? And so I, I cut my hair. I changed it to short and somebody came in my DMs and said, please don't cut your hair. I don't like seeing you like that. And I was like, oh, hold on a second. Did first I of put all, a poll out there if you liked my did hair? I no. ask you, first of all, who are you? <laughs> right? Like, who are you and why would I care? Right? And so the thing is, it is vulnerable. It is hard putting ourselves out there because then we're opening ourselves up for fire, for criticism, for all of these things. But at the end of the day, and this is where confidence comes from and really validation. What I have had to learn is that if my validation comes from me and from um, the God I have faith in, faith is a big part of my life. So if that is where my validation comes from, then when somebody tries to 
hurt me outside of that, then yeah, I'm going to, I may have to give myself a pep talk a little bit. I may have to encourage myself a little bit, but at the end of the day, it doesn't rock the foundation of my validation. And that's so important for us each to, to build that and build that intentionally, which is why we both talk about confidence. It's so important. And that we didn't have this information when we were younger to know, (laughs) I didn't even know the confidence was a choice when I was a kid. Me neither. I felt like certain people were confident yes. and then I was not one of them. And that was just the way it was going to be. <laughs> yeah. And it's so not the case. You know, I talk a lot about in every moment you're either creating confidence or chipping away at it. Mm, right. And good. one of the reasons why I say that is I remind myself like how you did today. If I'm really getting nervous going into a situation, I mm-hmm. say I can run from the situation right now. I will be chipping away at my confidence mm. or I can walk in and give it my best shot and hope it goes for the best. And no yeah. matter what the outcome, with that choice, I just created confidence. And that's that's what I want people to know because it doesn't happen in an instant. It happens through each choice and each step and showing up each time. Yes. I I always compare confidence to a workout plan. Yes. You're not going to go analogy. to the gym and for a month and be like, yes, I'm in shape for the rest of my life. No, that's never going to happen. You go to the gym every single day and you build a little bit more strength and endurance. And it's the same with confidence. You may have that one moment where you walk on stage and you kill it. And in that moment, you are absolutely confident. But then there's going to be something else that you have a choice to act confidently, to live confidently or to not. And confidence is that workout plan. It's building it step by step and consistently building it and maintaining it. So I love, I love what you said and I'm totally on board with it. That's every day. You're so right. So you just brought up speaking. So I'm super interested in this and I know my listeners are too, because we both hear a lot. People want to know about Mm -hmm. speaking. How did you get into that? You've gone through this successful career in college, successful career in the WNBA, but each time you leave that, you take that leap of faith into that next scary zone, right? Like I'm a rookie now, you you know, you Mm -hmm. go to be a rookie in the WNBA. Now you're you're a year off um, on your own after WNBA. How do you pivot from that life to the speaking career and becoming an entrepreneur? Yeah. So after the WNBA, I got into coaching basketball, but that's still in the sports industry. Then I got into medical device sales. And that was for me, the biggest leap of faith was oh my gosh, I'm going into a completely new arena. I've never done this before. I don't know how to. Uh, But what I say is transferable skills always transfer. And so when you are going from one area to another area, you have to break down the skills that you have built in that initial area, in that first area, and say, okay, how can I use what I already do well in this new arena? And that's what I did for med sales. And so was successful in medical device sales. And I realized I'd always wanted to be an entrepreneur. And I realized that I was doing the same exact thing for my company that I would need to be doing for myself as an entrepreneur. And I was making them a lot of money and I needed to apply those same skills to my own business. And but so, how do you get the confidence or courage? Like what was the moment or catalyst that, that got yeah. you to jump from that safe space to this new space? I was actually working out one day and I connected two things. I said, number one, I am in a capital sales job, which is crazy in itself because capital sales is like a six to 18 month sales cycle. It's super long and you're making a hundred percent commission. And entrepreneurship is a hundred percent commission. <laughs> yeah. It's eat what you kill. Right. And so when I connected that, I was like, oh my gosh, I might be able to do this. And then I had a conversation with myself where I said, okay, if I, what happens if I fail? If I 
don't do this, I'm going to be working for someone else for the rest of my life. And I'm going to always wonder if I could have done it. Mm. But if I do it and I fail, then I'm going to be working for someone for the rest of my life. But at least I will get rid of the what if. Oh, it's the same outcome. That was a great way to, mm-hmm. to view it. You're right. You would just go back and work for somebody else again. Yeah, I can always get a job. And so that it was like it was a no lose situation for me. I'm going to go try my dreams. I'm going to jump on it, try to make this happen. And if it doesn't happen, then you know what? There's a lot of people who didn't have the guts to try in the first place that are going to judge you. But who cares? They're going to judge you from sitting behind a desk that they've been at the whole time while you went and chased your dreams. And at the end of the day, you're going to live with the peace and, and the confidence, yes, to know that I tried it. And it didn't work, but I gave it my best shot. So I'm asked a lot about my podcast and how do I get guests and how do I position myself professionally. And while there's a lot of different things that I do, I want you to know that when I I actually started this podcast, I, I really wanted to showcase myself as major and confident and professional. And when you're reaching out to others, you need to look that way. So I wanted them to know I was for real. This was not a joke. Ordering cards from Vistaprint let me feel like I could make that professional impression right in the moment. For small business owners or people who produce their own shows, being plugged in and prepared when an opportunity comes is critical. Those moments happen all the time, and they're happening right now. And having a business card that shows how professional you are in your pocket, ready to hand to someone, it's the first step in making something happen and showing people how serious you really are. So your next big opportunity, it's coming right now. And if you feel like you're ready to own the now, it's $10. That's a low price to have the confidence that you're always ready to make an impression or get seen in a new way. A custom card with the colors, fonts, designs, and images you choose for your brand can look and feel like a big deal. Whether you're a startup, a single entrepreneur, or a, a small business with you know tons of history, it doesn't really matter and it doesn't need to be hard. We're making it easy for you at Vistaprint. At Vistaprint, you can create a truly professional, unique card in minutes. It's so easy. Upload your own design or start with one of our professionally designed options. Vistaprint offers simple tools and a wide range of templates to choose from. Pick the paper stock, style, and quantity that's right for you. Choose your delivery speed, order, and receive your cards as soon as three days later. It can't be any easier than that. Vistaprint uses only carefully selected inks and responsibly sourced paper and stocks, dozens of designs that are just right for your business. Add your logo, your contact info with just a few clicks. And as you use it on all your marketing going forward, you can keep using it again. Your satisfaction's 100% guaranteed, or they make it right either by reprinting your order or offering a refund. Vistaprint wants you to be able to own the now in any situation, which is why my listeners will get 500 high-quality custom business cards starting at $9.99. Just go to vistaprint.com slash confidence. That's vistaprint.com slash confidence. vistaprint.com slash confidence. Grab yours now. What are the transferable skills that you mentioned that you were taking from one job to another? So from basketball, it's competition. It's showing up every day. It's denying yourself. So when you don't want to go to practice and you're tired and you get up and go anyway, that is something you apply to entrepreneurship all the time. You know, uh, when, when I was a basketball player, it didn't matter if I was crying five minutes before game time, when the lights came on, I had to show up and perform, put my feelings away, right? We do that the same 
the same time, if we're nervous before the game or before walking on stage or before walking into somewhere, you know, we put those away and show up. And so those are all things that I learned from basketball, from coaching and also from medical device sales. I learned how to manage a territory. I learned how to keep everything in order. I learned how to um, build relationships, turn strangers into friends, into uh, business relationships. And uh, yeah, so a lot of that interpersonal, those interpersonal skills, I learned and honed in sales. And so all of those I put together and that is exactly what I do every day, depending on the day for myself and my, my business. Do you believe that everyone is in sales? Yeah, we're all selling something, but we were created to all sell something. We, if we find someone you love, you find a nail technician that you love or a hair stylist that you love, you are going to go and tell your friends. We were all created to be that way. It's all about finding that thing that you love and then turning it into your job because then you can sell what you love and it's, it's completely natural. I talk about this a lot, but so many people, myself having been one of them, mm-hmm. you, d- you don't sound like someone that ever really got stuck in this where you're in a comfortable spot and it's just, a f- you know, you're afraid to get out mm-hmm. of it. And well, you know, it's a devil I know versus the devil I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I was in that position in medical device sales. So I knew that I wanted to leave after two years, but it was really good money and it was for a really good company. And and I didn't leave until four years. And so I had a conversation with one of my friends and I had moved. I left my other job because I didn't have the time freedom to uh, build my business on the side. So when I got into medical device sales, I started building my business on the side because I had more time freedom. And But I wasn't doing anything with it because I was I was okay. I was comfortable. And I was having a conversation with him and he said, okay, so let me get this straight. So you moved to chase your dreams and to build your business, but you're not doing that. <laughs> how does how does that make any sense? <laughs> and I was like, huh, you just totally called me out. But that's a good that's a good question. Let me let me think about that. That's a good friend. <laughs> yeah. It was that's, a really good friend. We need those people that say you have broccoli in your teeth. And that's what he just told you. I yeah. mean, you know, you had to pull the trigger. Oh yeah. And, and that's one thing uh, I talk about a lot in confidence building. You have to have people around you that are going to uh, make you feel valuable as you are, but at the same time, inspire you and help you to be better. And they don't make you feel worthless as you are. They make you feel valuable and worthy and, and great and amazing and all that stuff, but they still challenge you. And, and that, that is such a difference is just to, to surround yourself with those kind of people. Have you always had that great team of people with you around these different journeys that you've been on? <laughs> no, I wish I would have, but no, uh, it took me a while and I go back to, you know, there's a quote that says we accept the type of love we think we deserve. Sure. And when I really started to go after my own confidence and then to go after my own faith and my own worthiness and, you know, just really believing that I deserved that love. And then also um, getting to the point where peace was more important than excitement, because this was the thing. There is a group of people and we've all had them that they're fun and they're exciting and they make us feel great and, you know, all that stuff. But at the end of the day, they're not really going to have our back. They're not loyal. They're not challenging us to be better. They're they're not giving us that peace. 
that we need to really be our best selves and to chase our best lives. And so for me, I had to decide, I had to stop putting myself in those situations that were pure excitement and decide that I was worth the type of love and relationships and experiences that were going to give me peace and push me to be better. Oh my gosh, that sounds more like romantic relationships to me, what you just described. It was, it is romantic relationships, but it's, but it's also not. Friendships. It's also friendships. It's, it's friendships. It's business partnerships. It's romantic relations. It's every type of interaction that you have with people. Think of, I think of, um, when I went, when I got to college, I, I went out all the time. I partied all the time. I definitely had my wild, rebellious phase that lasted a while. But, uh, yeah, so I, you did I had, pretty well while you were it there, was, too. Oh my God. <laughs> it was pretty fun. <laughs> but I realized that when I started getting a little bit of a name for myself, and I started hearing stories about, oh, I was with Chantal Anderson last night and we went to this club and we drank this. And, and I'm like, wait, what? And these were not romantic relationships. These were girlfriends. These were you, people I considered friends, right? And at that point, I was like, wow, that weekend of excitement was great. It was fun. We had a blast. But at the end of the day, like, do I want to surround myself with those type of people who are just there for the for the first and last name gossip stories? Ugh. No. So at that point, the people I surrounded myself with became a lot more important. And just conti- it continued to build from there. And then when I left basketball, that was another thing. Like I can no longer hang out with athletes that are um, not looking past what they are doing on the court. No, I have to look. I have to hang out with people that want to make a legacy off of the court as well, and that want to be known as more than an athlete and want to pursue uh, being a whole person. And so. There's different levels, but we have to choose different circles for different levels. And hopefully you pick people who can come with you to the next level. But sometimes you don't. Sometimes they can't go. Yeah, sometimes you can, they can't go. And that's hard. You have to say no to sentimentality. But it's it's hard. And it doesn't mean you can't still stay in contact. But your inner circle is is one that uh, has to to serve both you as a person and serve, I don't mean wait on, but it, it has to benefit sure. um, you as a person and where you're trying to go. Better choices, better results. And it just, you explained that you made better choices on the people that you picked to have in your life. Yep. And it, it took you to the next level, helped mm-hmm. you to get to that next level. Mm-hmm. How did you get to that speaking level? Uh, so after leaving, and this is, uh, mentorship is so important. And when I was leaving Stryker, uh, the president of Striker Medical, his name is Brad Sar. He's amazing. And he was one of my supporters while I was Striker. He was great, gave me advice all the time. Uh, he said, you know, Chantel, I know you're trying, I know you're going to start doing the online course thing and, you know, you want to do the online business thing. But there are people, you have a message and you have a presence and there are people in the corporate arena that need to hear what you have to say. And so I would, I would start speaking. And I was, I was like, oh my gosh, because speaking is something that people have told me I needed to do forever. They're like, you're a natural, you need to do it. And it was always something I was scared to do. But I want to make a point and highlight what you just said. When you're hearing something over and over again from people and different people, Mm -hmm. stop and start listening because there is a message there. Oh, for sure. For sure. And I didn't realize that it was still something I was scared to do. And so this was March of 2017. And in 
January of 2017, I had made it my New Year's resolution to do everything I was afraid of. That whole year of 2017, I said, okay, I'm going to do every single thing I'm afraid of. I That's tell, ballsy. <laughs> I tell people to do this all the time. And I started it. I jumped out of a plane. I went skydiving on December 26th of 2016. And then that was my kickoff of my New Year's resolution of doing everything I was afraid of all 2017. So that was there. And then Brad told me at the end of February when I was getting ready to leave that I needed to speak. And I realized that it was still something I was scared of. So, you know, I was like, shoot, I got to do, do it. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, okay. So I put myself out there. I started researching speaking engagements and conferences and all that stuff, put myself out there. And it ended up booking six national speaking engagements in the next two to three months. Un- for our listeners, this does not happen to most people. <laughs> Just FYI, but I'm very impressed. <laughs> Thank you. So it was, um, I mean, I wasn't on six stages, but they were booked in the next two to three months. So for the next year, I spoke And this is where you have to invest in yourself because they were not all paid speaking engagements. But if someone had a big enough audience and they were willing to put me on their stage, I was going to go and I was going to It's what you have to do to build that business and build the credibility. Yeah, for sure. And so I did that for the rest of 2017. And then I said, okay, now I'm, now I'm charging. And, uh, (laughs) so from that, from that kind of speaking tour, I had built up enough corporate contacts. So then I just started reaching out and pitching them. And from there, I was able to, um, for the next year, 2018, build a roster of speaking engagements that were then um, allowed me to to support myself full time. When I started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from my mind. Now I'm selling my group coaching on the regular and it is just so easy all because I use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to, did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soaps or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling. Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort, thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI powered all-star. I didn't know what I was going to do when I got fired. Launching my own business seemed so intimidating. I didn't know how to set up a website and I really didn't need to. Shopify does it all for you and they make it so easy. It was that breakthrough moment for me that I realized I can do this. I can go to work for myself. Thanks to Shopify. What I love about Shopify is you don't need to have all this technology information ready to, you don't need to know how to plan and run things. You just need to go to the platform, turn it on and know what you're selling. And Shopify is going to help you figure out the rest. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries, including your girl right here. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash monahan 
all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash Monahan now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Monahan. No matter what stage you're at, they're going to make it easy. CBDistillery.com is giving you an exclusive offer and it's huge right now. You can get up to 30% off everything. If you've struggled with sleep, stress, or pain after physical activity, cbdistillery.com has a targeted plant-powered solution just for you. I love hearing how many of you have seen improvement in your daily life, thanks to CBD. So if better sleep, more calm, and relief from discomfort after physical activity sounds good to you, you should explore CBD. Don't miss this massive sale and get up to 30% off your order. Visit cbdistillery.com. Dot com and enter VIP. That's cbdistillery.com and enter VIP at cbdistillery.com. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, and South Dakota. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Wow, that's still pretty fast, building that entire business in a year's time. Oh, thank you. That's very impressive. I mean, glory to God. I definitely, there were times where I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know how this is going to happen. But it it all worked out and I'm, I'm very grateful. I'm very, very grateful for it. Where's your faith come from? My faith, so I was raised in the church. Um, but I had a point in time where I said, you know, I don't feel like God is real. I've seen a lot in the church and, you know, it, it really hurt my faith. And, uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to leave. And I went and lived my life for, um, a good part of time. And then, uh, from basketball, I ended up getting injured. I tore my Achilles and it was the second major injury in eight months. And at that point, I had done everything I knew to be successful, to be happy. I had just gone through a a really tough breakup publicly, (laughs) and that was not fun. And so I said, man, I've done everything I know to be successful, happy, married, maybe, you know, rich, all of this stuff. And here I am in a hospital in Turkey, injured again. I am single, heartbroken, and don't know what is coming next. And at that point... It was like somebody had taken the veil off my eyes and was like, I, I realized I am not in control. And if I am not in control, I need to follow the one who is. And so in that moment, in a hospital bed in Turkey, I decided, okay, I'm going to do life God's way. I have no idea what that looks like. I don't know what that even means right now, but I... I'm not in control and I need to follow the one who is. And so from that point, it just kind of grew and grew and grew. And then, um, you know, I found a great community of um, like faith-based community who really like focuses on living it out uh, because that's so important to me. I'm, I'm an athlete. Uh, we're both competitive. We're both have very high standards for ourselves. And so um, if I was going to do this faith thing, I wanted to do it for real. And I wanted to be surrounded by people who were going to do it for real too. And then just got plugged in and, you know, started started from scratch, started from the bottom. <laughs> I did not mean to quote that, but I just thought of it. I love that song. I love that Drake song. That's like, my wait. theme song. I love that thing. 
No, but yeah. you've done a lot of meaningful work, which I think is worth mentioning, even the work you were doing in Miami. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you're referencing. So I lived in Houston for four years. That was when I went in, uh, was in med device sales. Uh, and then my church that I was part of asked me to move to Miami and plant a new church there. We plant uh, about four to six churches a year. And so uh, they asked me to plant the church in Miami. And so I moved to Miami for uh, eight to nine months and started a church there. And then we were talking before, but I, I got a call to move to L.A. again because uh, they were rebuilding a ministry for creatives and athletes called the AMS, and it stands for Arts Media Sports. And so they said, "Hey, we're build- we're rebuilding the AMS, and we want you to come out here and and be a part of that." And I was like, "Whoa, what? Okay, <laughs> I just moved, but all right." And then my family was already out in California. I'm originally from California, so it was a perfect fit. So, is this the time in your life when you look back on everything and say, "This is really the height of it. This is where I'm supposed to be. This is my passion." and purpose? Absolutely. This is, I am the happiest and the most myself I have ever been, um, even more than when I was playing basketball. Because I, I'm, like I said, I'm six foot six. I'm, I'm an athlete, right? I was created to, to play and to do something athletic. But this, what I'm doing now, helping women find more confidence and more God and more intentional living, um, though that is that is the essence of who I am. I really believe that that is what I was created for. And I genuinely believe that everyone deserves to live a life that they love and that they can can do that. And I just I want to help them do that. Oh, it's such a beautiful thing. And, and that you're able to make a living you know, out of it. I think it's so important to join passion, purpose, as well as your value and your worth and, and be able to get paid for that. It's yeah. really important to connect those dots. And so many of us don't know how to connect it, but mm-hmm. you just kept moving and taking action and taking chances to move forward. And, and it's paid off. And your newest, um, your newest initiative, Design Your Happy. Tell me about that. Yeah, Design Your Happy is about what I talked about, about my belief that every woman can and should love the life she has. And so uh, nothing is built without doing it intentionally. And so for for me, my sister and I grew up uh, chasing what we called the have it all plan. And we wanted to have it all and, and get everything we wanted. And so what I did when I was trying to figure out what this life looked like that I wanted to build after basketball, I went through a process back. I reverse engineered our have it all plan. I was like, okay, how did I do this? And I put together 10 steps that basically helped me take my vision and put it on paper. I say a vision board on paper, right? This is what I want. Okay, now how am I going to build it? And so I put together a life design plan and then I put it in a journal because I'm a huge fan of writing things down and, you know, and uh, yes. And so I, at the front of my journal is the current have it all plan that I am working on and then notes along the way. What is your have it all plan? You know, it's so funny because I feel like the business I built, I was telling you a little about bit about this, the speaking business I built and, you know, having time and location freedom and being with my family. I'm like, what better does it get? Like, how much better does it get? And so I really had to sit down. I was like, wow, I'm living the life I wanted. Now what do I want? You know, and, and glory to God, that's a good place Amazing to be. Amazing problems to have. Right? <laughs> but um, 
I want to continue building confidently his because so the corporate speaking business is visible confidence. And that is the confidence and leadership curriculum that I wrote that I take into corporations. Right. Um, then I took that curriculum and I underlined it with faith principles. And now I teach it as a faith and confidence curriculum. And so to continue, like you said, I built the speaking side and the corporate side and continue to do that, but to continue to build the confidently his side into um, more meaningful interactions that do include faith and confidence, um, personal, like a like an event series. I'm planning my first conference. I have a meeting tomorrow to secure an event space um, in LA and just, just things like that. And then I'm single, so I do plan on or hope to get married at some point. We're putting it out there right now. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows some great guys? We need some great guys up in here. You know, but at the end of the day, I'm I'm so satisfied with my life. I'm not really looking. I'm kind of just open to it, you know? And I'm like, okay, God, whenever your timing is, you know, you have done a much better job of choreographing my life that I have. But what, you know, one of the big takeaways that I'm I'm getting from speaking with you is that when basketball ended, you didn't end, your happiness didn't mm. end. In fact, it started this process to you finding your real happiness, which is greater than what the outside world might have thought the WNBA would have been. And that's really yes. eye-opening to me and parallels for anyone out there that's getting out of a relationship and feeling like everything's over, Get you just lost a job, didn't get the promotion you wanted. Mm. That might be that pivotal moment that's steering you where you're actually meant to go. Oh, yes. Yes. I heard a quote. I don't know who said it. I wish I could give credit, but it's like every beginning came from another beginning's end. And we can sit here and we can be sad about something ending or we can be excited about the new beginning that it is going to give birth to. And when you say that about the ending of the WNBA, I agree because I look at people and they've had amazing basketball careers and God bless them for that. I I personally, at that point, I wished I could have played, you know, five more years or whatever. Sure. But I, I look at that and I'm like, wow, I know who I am so much more now. When I retired from basketball, I had no idea the things that I was talented at. And now people look at me and they're like, well, duh. And I'm like, no, it was wasn't you that didn't obvious see it for then. me. And a lot of people didn't see it. Most I... people don't see that, what that I call the unique value proposition, your superpower, mm. what that is. Most people don't see it. And it takes mm. other people shining that light to say, this is pretty special what you've got here. Yes. It takes other people. And sometimes it takes being put in a situation where what you thought it was is no longer it. Because if you right. would have asked me what my, uh, you called it your unique value proposition, if you would have asked me that, I said, well, I'm a basketball player. Right. I'm, you know, I'm a good teammate. I'm good in the locker room as far as getting people um, fired up, all that stuff. I wouldn't have said I'm a speaker. I wouldn't have said I am good at influencing people to do what is be- in their best interests. You didn't see beyond uh, the game at that time. No, but it took me having the game taken away to then see what else I had to offer. That's it right there. Mm -hmm. It's so powerful for people to hear that because I mean, to me, especially with professional sports, it's such that in our mind, that epitome of success and (laughs) what do you do after that? But in fact, you showed us that was one of the rungs on the ladder, but you just kept going up from there. And that's a really Mm -hmm. amazing story. So thank you for sharing it with us today. Oh, thank you. Yeah, of course. (laughs) So your website, Confidently His, uh, Mm -hmm. as well as Design Your Happier journals are available there. 
Yes. The journals are available on confidentlyhis.com. Also, the my confidence course that I do teach in corporate, but um, the confidence and faith course is on there as well. You got to so. check her out because Chantel's got a great <laughs> message, a unique message around building your confidence and doing it with mission and purpose. And she's mm-hmm. living it. And I'm so proud of you. Oh, thank you so much. And you're amazing. Thank you for having me on. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for being <laughs> here. I'm so excited. Yes. All right. Thanks. And we'll be right back. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed meeting Chantel and were inspired by her bounce back. It's really amazing what we're all capable of and how important it is to find our passion. It's important to find some other things too. So I just have to mention to you my new obsession, which is FabFitFunBox. I mean, please tell me that you're subscribed. You've got to get it. The 2019 FabFitFun Summer Box is on now and I'm loving it. Do you love discovering new products? Are you a beauty and fashion maven who's on the hunt for the next best thing? If you see my bathroom, you will know that that is definitely me. So FabFitFun is literally like Christmas morning four times a year. I'm so excited to open up that box. If you're stumped on a gift idea, FabFitFun is such a great gift to give to yourself or a loved one. You could surprise your mom or a family member. Maybe it's a college graduation present. But I have to tell you that FabFitFun's amazing because this month I opened up and I I got the most luxurious new body cream and rose face spray and so many different face masks that I had never even heard of or knew about. And my skin is literally glowing and I'm getting the greatest compliments, but I wouldn't know about these products or how to even find them if it wasn't for FabFitFun. Thank you for doing your homework and sending me the best of the best, greatest products that now I'm obsessed with. Um, You know, FabFitFun seasonal, right? So it's four times a year. It's full-size beauty, fashion, home, fitness, and wellness products for only $49.99 a box. Full-size products, no samples, seriously. I wish I could have samples of them too because I love the products that much. I want them with me everywhere. The retail value for the 2019 Summer Box is $269 to $467, and you're getting it for $49. Fantastic value. So many products that it just it blows me away, and it's going to blow you away too. It's great for discovering new brands, new products, and if you want to figure out what's the best stuff out there that you don't know about, you need to get FabFitFun. I mean, it's just... It really, I, I didn't even know that there were these scrunchies that don't wrinkle your hair. Got one in my FabFitFun box. I mean, it, you're just going to open your eyes to how much more is out there that you're not aware of. Sign up for FabFitFun today. These boxes always sell out. Use my code CONFIDENCE and you get $10 off your first box. Go to FabFitFun.com, sign up, start getting the box for a life well lived. Use promo code CONFIDENCE to get $10 off your first box. That's over $200 for only $39.99. Go to FabFitFun.com and use my code CONFIDENCE to get $10 off your first FabFitFun box. I'm telling you, you're going to love it if you're like me and love products, which I got to think you are, right? Okay, so now I want to answer my Q&A, and I actually wanted to share a quick story but before I started that part. I've got a Facebook uh, group. It's a closed group called Confidence Creator Crew, and I saw this awesome post in there I wanted to share. Ask and you shall receive. I've always been afraid to ask for what I want or need, but today I stepped out of my comfort zone. This afternoon, I had a meeting with the owner of the company to go over some new software that I've been working on for implementation company-wide. 
After we were done discussing the software, I took a deep breath and decided to ask for my own office. I'm currently working out of a cube in a noisy bullpen, and it's making work pretty difficult, to say the least. I said, after everything we have talked about, you can see how far I've come. Here are my goals for the future. Working on this project has been such a joy, but being able to focus in my current environment is very difficult. Over the past month, I've noticed that there are several empty offices. Which one is available for me to move into next week? Boom. At first, he laughed and looked at me as if I wasn't serious. So I said, I know that it's an odd request, but having my own space will help me concentrate and finish this project ahead of time. He then realized I was being serious, and he said, you can have the corner office with the window. We will have it cleaned and ready for you next week. I'm so glad that I stepped out of my comfort zone and put myself first now to decide on my decorations. I thought that was so cool. So definitely you have to jump out of your comfort zone in order to take that next step and get to that next level. It's on you. And I promise you the risk is worth it. There is no major reward out there unless you're willing to take a major risk. And honestly, that was not a huge risk. It was an ask. What's the worst that's going to happen? Okay, wanted to answer a couple of questions that I got. Okay, the first one is this. How do you present a simple step in a working process with a great value to your boss? You know, if you want to bring great value to your boss, first you need to get clear on what does that person deem as great, right? We need to have some type of communication where they articulate to us, what does success look like? How can I help and support you in a better way? What is meaningful to you? So you've got to have that conversation and there is no boss in the world that is going to, they're going to be excited for that conversation. They want you to succeed. That's why you're on the team. How do you teach yourself to trust the brand or product you are selling? Now, that's an interesting question because if you don't already trust it, if you know, first of all, learn your product, right? You need to know your product from soup to nuts and, and know all the nuances. But if you've researched and done your homework and know your product and you don't trust the brand and product you're selling, you're probably selling the wrong product, right? You need to be authentic. And if you're selling something you don't believe in, that you've used, that you've seen fail time over time, probably need to join another company or sell a different product because you're never going to really reach massive, massive success if you don't believe in it. How do I not criticize myself after every attempt to approach the customer and still want to be better? So if you're happy with the outcome that you currently have, keep doing it. Keep criticizing yourself. If you are not happy with that outcome, what I would su suggest is writing down what you would like to say to yourself and keep that piece of paper available so that whenever you start that negative rhetoric, you can hit up that page and start reading what it is you want to say, right? Positive affirmations work really well too. But if you want a different outcome, you need to try a different behavior. That is discipline and practice. And that works. You know, frequency sells. So the more we tell ourselves, I am confident, I am... I am a smart person. I am talented. I am going to go at this again and keep trying. I am not going to give up on myself. You're going to feel stronger and stronger. Another great idea is to take a picture of a younger you or take a picture of your child or someone who's young that you love and talk to yourself the same way that you would talk to that person. That is really powerful. And I use that with my own son, actually. Whenever I am being tough on myself, which I can be at times, I think, would you ever speak to Dylan like this? Heck, no, I wouldn't. And I change my tone. I change my tune. 
And I change that narrative and I talk the same way I would to my son to me. And I say, it's okay. Everyone makes mistakes. And you know what? These mistakes don't define you. They help us get back up, get stronger, and be better prepared for next time. So let's celebrate the losses. Let's celebrate the bumps in the road because those things are what build character and allow us to become, you know, that potential us for the future. So celebrate the, the challenges because they're bringing you to the right place where you're meant to go. Don't beat yourself up for it because that outcome is a real negative one. And I want you to find your best self. Hi, I'm here to tell you about a new podcast that I am so excited about, Negotiate Your Best Life, hosted by Rebecca Zung, a part of the Yap Media Network. As a globally renowned narcissist negotiation expert and an attorney recognized by U.S. News as a best lawyer in America, Rebecca shares her invaluable insights and strategies for navigating life's toughest negotiations. By drawing from her own experiences and the wisdom of her high-profile guests, such as Bob Proctor, Mark Victor Hansen, John Gordon, and Rebecca delivers empowering advice that will inspire you to reclaim control of your life. Negotiate Your Best Life is all about how to negotiate your way to greatness. She provides practical guidance on how to break free from toxic relationships, stand up against injustice, and transform chaos into freedom, possibility, and purpose. Many times, the first negotiation you do is with your own in the morning. In the morning is when you wake up, and that's when Negotiate Your Best Life is time for you. It's about to find your way to greatness, conquering obstacles, and creating the life you truly deserve. Get ready to slay thrive and unlock your full potential. Don't believe me? I'm going to go ahead and share some of the reviews that are out there so you can hear and you can believe too. You have helped me so much these last few weeks. I was with a narcissist for two years. She drove me to the point I wanted to take my own life. Listening to you has made a massive difference and now I know what I'm with. Thank you, Rebecca. Now the recovery. Thank you for gifting the knowledge to believe in myself again. You have unknowingly helped me legally represent myself through criminal, federal, and civil court proceedings with a narcissist. There would be so many people around the world that you're helping without even knowing like me. You saved my life. Emma, 35 years old, Australia. If you are ready to stand up against injustice and transform the chaos in your life into freedom, possibility, and purpose, then check out Negotiate Your Best Life now. Subscribe to Negotiate Your Best Life with Rebecca Zung on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform.